Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by the Broken Anchor with Andy, Cap, and now Coop. Boys, you ready to freaking party? Hey, y'all having a good time out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody like it. Don't stop the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody like it. Don't stop the party. The party episode, my dudes. Xavier is the best basketball team of all time. We proved it. We took it to Lon Kruger, Larry Bird looking ass, and those boys, and just lit them up. Long Dong Johnson did his thing, boys. We're the best team in college basketball. Let's party. Why is Xavier not ranked number one? Where, like Ken Palm, what are you doing? Let's get what? down, dude. Number one seed, stop the count. Let's go. Best team in the country. I'm calling Final Four or bust. It, that's and, it. That's it. And we Xavier are telling has you already cemented their place in the tournament this year. As far as I'm inclusive concerned. or not, they're in. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're already a lock. Uh, I'm saying Xavier Nation, don't let anyone tell you to turn it down. Turn it all the way up. I've had people in my mentions like, guys, you're overreacting. Maybe, but I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't I don't care. Give a fuck. I will drink and drink and drink the fact that we broke a school record. Of threes. After the last two seasons, watch, watch them right, break exactly. three after three, and now we broke a school record, and Trayvon blew it, and Adam Kunkel didn't hit a single one of them. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Drink, How everybody. That happen? Drink gasoline right out of the nozzle. Just put your credit card in and just drink gasoline right out of the nozzle. Like, just go, go hand. I don't even fucking care. Gas go crazy. Happy Skyline, baby. So we got a great episode. This is going to be the Xavier Party episode. We're going to be hype. We're going to – agenda's out the ass today. This is going to be just a straight fiesta, straight romp. We had Rick Browing on to talk Zoom calls. It just, you know, just Toy Story music, you know, any salsa. That's why he had the pit bull in the beginning. Just everything goes. It, it's all gold. We're going to talk a little bit of real stuff. Um, we're going to just see if football still exists because I can't confirm or deny that. Um, I don't give a fuck about football. I'm serious. <laughs> football? What's a Coop might have a different opinion, but I don't give a fuck about football right now. <laughs> don't care. Not important. Uh, not a pigskin guy right now. Uh, we're going to cancel Coach K because it's overdue. And it's just he keeps giving us – I mean, enough is enough, guys. Time to cancel K. And then we're just going to talk the best basketball team of all time, talk to Rick Browing. And then I'm excited for this jackass topic. This is about as excited as I've been in a long time. We're going to kick the Friday off, the Friday party. Guys, we're going to talk about synonyms for white guys. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> this guy's got this guy's a coach's son, high motor, deceptively don't, quick. Don't don't give him away. No, that wasn't that was all bonus content, Andy. We're gonna rank the best synonyms for white guys in sports, and it's gonna be great. And burners and Xavier and stuff. Boys, we ready to kick off the weekend? Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Okay, everyone, welcome to the podcast. I do just want to say a quick shout out to you, the listener. Uh, we do really appreciate you listening. Also, what the hell are you doing with your life? Uh, we do appreciate feedback. We do appreciate um, me just kind of going off the cuff and seeing what I can do here. I was just kind of feeling that out. We're going to run that back. Three, two. 
All right, everyone, welcome to the podcast. Andy, first things first, a lot of round ball talk. Does football still exist? Me, as a fan of an undefeated number two team in the country, no. All right, so Andy's our golf guy. You know, I'm, I'm just purely a basketball guy. We might make Coop our football guy. Coop, quick 10-second football update. Yeah, so um, Ohio State belongs in the college football playoff. Uh, the game against Michigan this weekend is canceled, and uh, that's, all, that's all that really matters. All right, yeah, cool. Team. All right, well, sweet. Thank, thank you, Coop. That concludes our football coverage for the entire episode. Thank you. That all was right, now on... exactly like um, the weather updates and Family Guy. It go rain! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ollie. That's, that's pretty good. All right, Coop, uh, study the tape. Okay, boys, our, our number one agenda of the day, our number one national agenda Cancel K. Boys, Coach K wants to cancel the season because he's losing games. Can we cancel the man now? Like, time is – it's time. Oh, it's, it's past time. Thank you. Thank you. It started with the all-inclusive tournament where he's supposed to let everybody in, <laughs> and now we're to the point where we don't want even, even want a well, season. No one is. Because, like, so we've gone from let everybody in to zero. No That's one's it. playing. <laughs> no, no basketball season at all. Because his team lost two games? Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? He's washed. He's senile. He's done. He is just jealous that his team can't hit 19 threes and is not 7-0. and Coach K doesn't have That's a high motor. True. Confirmed. No high motor. Low motor. K. Low motor, low energy. Blow motor. So, loser, Coach K. I mean, seriously. Like, we're, seriously, respond, cancel K. Like, we need to get cancel K trending. He Hashtag might be K. the Chris Mullen of the week. That's fair. That's fair. Let's get him a balloon animal. So he's been our, he's our loser of the week. We're canceling K. Like I, I've had enough. Like we were joking about this agenda before. This is no longer a joke. This is an official cap, cap official PSA. We are canceling K whether you like it or not. Andy, are we giving this official tweeted into existence status? It is literally being tweeted right now. Holy crap. Okay. I don't joke about stuff that we're tweeting into existence. Like, yeah, we are like, almost undefeated. Um, I think it we're... is spelled K A N S O L E. God. Now, we, now you ruined it. <laughs> I thought you were spelling his last name at first. I'm like, if you never... can spell that off the top, that's pretty impressive. Right. Yeah, that was a smart move on our part, not spelling Ashashevsky there. Um, so, Andy, I don't know if I'm going to give this the full we'll, – we'll talk about it after the show if we're going to give it a full let's tweet it into existence mode because we take those seriously. If I'm going to say it, we got we to gotta do it. Like TBT, you know, whatever the case may be, like we got to be serious about that shit. I think we, our only loss so far is Brewing, and our, we have one pending, and that's free Ben Stanley. Everything else we're undefeated yeah, like, on. What, what do we lose? What do we lose in uh, Brewing? Oh, the he's, not, he's not verified yet. It's not pending, yet, but though. it's going to happen. It's pending. Yeah, it's pending. Um, give us time. I think there should be a timetable there to where we lose, but I don't think we're there yet. Um, so anyway. Goal, if we can get Broering verified before snow. That would be awesome. What a win that would be. And he deserves <laughs> Like, that'd be just great. Cause and I, we tweeted I, Coastal Carolina into having a good football team. Right. Like, like week one, we were tweeting defeated. ranked Coastal. <laughs> That's they beat Kansas good. and we're like, ranked Coastal. We we exactly. had we had the penny stocks, boys. Like we were in there early. <laughs> we were hey, in there. Coop and I were in there like from like years ago. Oh I, yeah, you guys really were. I I got to give you credit for that. I jumped on the bandwagon. Still, I mean, still enough to like well, get a huge you, return on my investment. But you, right, you not jumped on you the bandwagon like before the first game because of a video. Like be a doll. 
We don't I need no meow. We need no cats. We need more dogs. There's that, and then there was the da- the party in the USA long snapper. Like that's just a vibe, dude. Like, like when I saw when I saw you tweet that, I'm like, yes, Cap is so on board right now. I was because I, I saw 30 seconds of them playing. I'm like, I'm in. I saw the field. I saw everything about it. Like Boise State's field, washed, tired. Coastal Carolina's field, inspired. Wired and wired and inspired. Yeah, I'm all in like, on coastal. I've been I've been on coastal since I was like seven because we vacation in Myrtle Beach. I thought you were gonna call Coastal Carolina Wee for a second. I was gonna get super hyped. <laughs> no, oh man. No, I'm Larry's gonna name myself. So I I can't call them Wee, but my family um, vacations in Myrtle Beach. So like their baseball championship, we were all in on that. That's awesome. And then um, I was actually at their field this summer. So I was at I was at their campus. I finally made it to the campus, and now that's all they needed to be a good football team was Andy on campus. That's all anyone. That's needs, big honestly. time. Big time. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. Um, okay, so loser Coach K, he's getting canceled. So, but with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, boys. You, I'm sure you know a coach named Nate Oates. He's officially Nate Goats. Nate took it to Coach K. He literally said, "If he hadn't lost those two games, you think he'd want to cancel a season?" And it's a rhetorical question. Of course not. If he was 4-0, he'd be talking how we need more we need more basketball. He'd be trying to schedule games. Absolutely. Like, it's just – it's so stupid. And I love Nate Oates for not being scared of the mafia, not being scared of the Illuminati and the power that is Coach K. Because Coach K is that dude. And, like, in all seriousness, he's not, like, that crazy. But he's saying some stupid shit. And, like, he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. And I really appreciate and, – and everyone's scared of disappointing Coach K. Like, with the all-in tournament, do you think the whole ACC was like, yeah, this is a fantastic idea? I'm sure half of them are like, oh, this old fuck. But we can't – you know, it's Coach K. Like, what we can't go we against do? Coach K. Yeah, exactly. But good for Nate Oates for taking it to coach k good for fucking nate oats nate I, goats. i'm big on the nate like he's the coach of the year right they can go oh and 40 and he'd be the coach of the year absolutely correct so thank you nate oats nate goats is as he's known around the podcast from here on from here on here on forward here on something here moving forward friend, friend of the program friend of the program nate oats. Correct, correct words here thank you for your patience all right guys you guys said something about uh yeah, some kind of Hawkeyes thing. Uh, it's a basketball team that we that we know, but like, is Iowa real? Like, where are we there? I think the basketball team is indeed real. The state does it physically exist? I don't know. I uh, probably not. I have never been there, and I have not received confirmation that the state exists. So I think it's kind of like a a tall scene situation where it's named after a yeah. place that doesn't exist. <laughs> I love that one tweet for Andy. Where the hell is even? Where the hell even is Tulsa? Uh, probably Tulsa. I mean, <laughs> no one knows where Tulsa is. I don't know where it is. I know it's in Oklahoma. I mean, if you gave me a map of Oklahoma, I'd have no chance. But I know it's in Oklahoma. <laughs> it's like kind of a big city. I mean, is it though? It's like a top fifty city, it, probably in the United a, States. A top probably. fifty city in Texas, maybe. <laughs> What is a golden hurricane? <laughs> it's a green hurricane. Come on. I think it's like some a golden kind of wave. chicken. Or golden- <laughs> I've never seen a golden wave in my life. What's El Diablo? That's what happens mean? in Tulsa. <laughs> oh my, cool so, speaking of cities that just I can't believe exist, like Tulsa, um, did you guys know there's a Middlesex, New Jersey? 
What? Really? So that's like big spoon, little spoon, but like the definition for the one in the middle, just <laughs> taking it on both ends, taking I, and giving. No lie. I lost it. I was, um, I was putting out an order um, this week because uh, <laughs> I, I had to send a replacement order for sunglasses this week to Middlesex, New Jersey. <laughs> Shout out Blue Ball, Ohio, by the way. <laughs> Underrated. Sir, yeah, if, if that wasn't his top 10, he's messing up. I'll get confirmation here soon. Just absolute golden content. I mean, this is why you're here, right? For this kind of content. I mean, you can get anything, anything anywhere else. You can get real sports talk. You can't get this anywhere else. I mean, come on. No, no one's going to Golden talk wave talk. content. I mean, why else would – I mean, we're, we're Mavericks boys. I mean, let's call it what it is. Like, this must be like what, like – I don't know. This, this must have been like the pioneers felt like. Like, man, we're the first ones on the scene. Like, it feels good. Holding down the real estate. And if you can't tell, I'm stalling because I lost my list, and that's just completely on brand. <laughs> so, Scott Van Pelt, guys. Scott Van Pelt. Yeah, Scott Van Pelt, the he bald guy. He showed some love to Xavier Nation. Well, Not he, often he does Xavier get recognized by the national media, but there he was, throwing up the X on SportsCenter. You love to see it. And you know yeah, what's you even do. funnier about that? is Gary Clark said that the UC game is the only time we get national attention. And then the <laughs> next game, we get national attention for beating the shit out of Oklahoma. He did say that. He did say that. That's good shit. Okay, Xavier Nation, switching gears here. We're going to get to the meat and potatoes. Sorry for the salad, but honestly, it was probably a pretty damn good salad. So in case you missed it, there was a legendary occurrence. Like, history was made the Friday before the shootout. Rick Broering hosted the worst slash best Twitter live slash Zoom call slash Toy Story porn event this side of the Mississippi. Best just side of my life. This side of your life. Just incredible stuff. Uh, so we had to get him on and talk about the media event. That was 2020. Uh, it really was 2020, honestly, that media event, honestly. Uh, just incredible stuff. A yearly tradition. So we had to talk BS with a little hoop sprinkled in there. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the GOAT. Rick Brower. Around, I was like, I mean, this this could be a big investigation here. I don't want to interrupt. He's got a blunt. I appreciate. Yeah, he's adding to his repertoire. Shout out to Marcus. Yeah, he's he's Twitter famous now, so uh, you know. Man, how about? I mean, honestly. Who had the better week, Xavier's basketball team or the Roll Blob podcast guys? I really don't know. It's up in the air. I mean, Andy, this has got to be better than the first time you banged in that dump truck room. I would imagine. <laughs> getting, getting mentioned on the Titus and Tate pod like you guys did, that was beautiful. That's it certainly lasted longer. <laughs> okay, well played. Marcus is on the come up. Marcus is on a major, major come up. Uh, man, we're even getting mentioned in the boards. It's, it's good times. Yeah. So, Rick, welcome to the Zoom. Um, I appreciate you coming on with us. Are you cool on this platform? Like, you don't have PTSD or anything? <laughs> I mean, look, I noticed you made me enter a passcode to get in here. Is that how you keep Tammy out? Is that the deal? <laughs> we want Tammy in, Rick. <laughs> That's right. We're still looking for Tammy. We, we are still looking APB. for her. I'm worried at this point. Yeah. I feel bad for the kiddos. And, uh, yeah, I feel really worried. Let's start but- a GoFundMe for her fam. <laughs> God, that just – I mean – you want to talk about PTSD, that's just triggering right there. <laughs> that music. All I can see is Woody just humping away at the air. <laughs> Post-Tammy stress disorder. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Rick, you got it. So this is what we want to talk about. I don't care about the shootout. I don't care about anything. You so, got to walk us through that night, man. Like, <laughs> what the hell was, like, oh my God. Just walk us through it. You were there. I mean, you saw it. I, uh, I, so we, we were on the road to Chattanooga. I was with Jim Kelch and like, I mean, we're, you know, got to take the COVID stuff seriously. We're sitting in different layers of the car. He's in front. I'm in back. We both got masks on the whole way. So I'm going to get there. It's like, you know, I'm I'm a little stressed. I'm like, it's a bummer that I won't have an opportunity to record a proper shootout podcast because that game in Chattanooga got scheduled at the last minute, kind of screwed up my scheduling. So I was like, I kind of want to talk shootout with the people. So I throw it out there on Twitter and you guys are like, yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. In my hotel room with nothing to do. I'm used to working overnights. I'll be up for a few more hours. Let's, let's get on here and chat for 30 minutes to an hour, right? Sure. Little did I know it was going to take me 45 minutes just to figure out how to get onto a platform where we could talk back and forth. And then after that, uh, I mean, all hell broke loose. I don't know how to explain what happened in that Zoom room where there were people bombing us. I guess that's the thing. If you put Zoom links, open Zoom links out on Twitter, on a Friday night, people just jump in your Zoom and bomb you. That's what they do. You did tell me to blast it, so I think I'm only half to blame there. Well, I tweeted it out too. Look, I don't, I don't think that was on you. At first, I thought okay. it was just like all your burner accounts, and I was like, is he operating <laughs> like 14 different devices over there, or what's going on? Uh, but I have when- learned there's also a thing where people search for Zooms just to crash them, so I think we might have got some of that as well. That's, that's what I just said. Yeah, if you tweet out an right. open Zoom link on a Friday night, people are just going to crash your Zoom room. They yeah, the, Zoom the, bombing, Vince, the, yeah. the modern day wedding crashers. Uh, yeah. Vic, what are you thinking when, <laughs> what are you thinking when there's 12 year olds throwing out, you know, just Shaggy and Carl from Jimmy Neutron and it's going on for like literally like 40 seconds straight. And you have like relatively big Cincinnati personalities waiting on this chat. Like what's going through your mind? Like third, like second 30 of that. No, it's exactly how you draw it up, Kath. I mean, if you're, if you're diagramming a play for this is how I'm going to create live content tonight, you definitely want 12-year-olds coming on your chat with their video, like shoved up their nose, being like, what kind of meeting is this? And then you try to mute <laughs> them, take it over. get them off the screen. I mean, it was just, the whole thing was just an absolute <laughs> wreck. I mean, I'm literally sitting there in my hotel room thinking, this might be it. This might be the day I delete my account. That I, I may yep. have to retire from social media after this. I wasn't sure how bad it was going to be. My mentions were hilarious. Though. You guys were I great. can't imagine. I, it was kind of like I heard Kenny Smith one time on the TNT crew was like, the moment I retired, you know, so-and-so beat me off the dribble. I couldn't guard him. And I was like, it's my time. Was that your moment? Oh, well, I don't know if it's quite my moment yet, but I feel like I'm kind of maybe AJ Green a year ago. You know, okay. you're, start, you're starting to see the decline majorly. Like Cap has just completely overtaken me in terms of how to use all of these social media platforms to manipulate the Xavier fan base. I'm no longer the guy on Xavier social media. I'm no longer creating the storylines and the conversation. It's all coming from Cap Industries. I'm getting dunked on left and right. And now it's not even just you. Now I've got basically like that 12-year-old, that was Fordham right there. Like I'm back in the old A-10 days not being oh able to get wins in New York, you know? It's They're the Bonnie stunking on me. Yeah. We need, we need Fordham in the Big East, though, if we're being honest. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that, was a, that was a thing. So are you my skinny? I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd give myself that much credit. Like I think, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm more past my prime than skinny is for sure. Skinny's still bringing heat. No matter what happens, I got to keep you hoisted up though, Rick. Like, I, I appreciate you'll still have a place for me at Cap Industries when it's all said and done. Literally always. I will walk you to the re- retirement home myself and make sure you're taken care of, Rick. I'll be like uh, Dave Portnoy's father and his uncle <laughs> that have that shitty, serious uh, radio show that you just give it so they have it. something to do every morning. 
So me and the boys were talking, and this just has to be a yearly tradition. The Friday before the shootout, we have to do a shitty Zoom call. I'm fine like, with that. It has to be a thing. Like, I like to think that Mo and the boys had fun. I, I don't know if Mo had fun at all. I think Mo was questioning his life like an every single second. Yeah, I think he like felt bad maybe because I come on his show weekly, and he's like, well, we don't pay him for that, so maybe I'll help him out here at 2 in the morning. And then he got into something that he was not expecting. He was uh, not ready for that. There was no. no way he was expecting that. He was done. Well, how could you? And I mean, you just, yeah. you load up a Zoom link and then you just see like 30 blocks there staring at you. Like four of them actually have their video up. The rest of them are just names. And I mean, you've got me in an absolute tizzy. I was just, <laughs> you were a, I was just a joke. I mean, so shook in a way I've never been shook before. Hey, Cap and I party boying. Dude, that shot is epic. That photo of you and snow and then me and Andy just, could not the contrast was hysterical the, the, the Who these things part don't is, belong i mean snow and snow when he's like that that drives me freaking insane when he does the whole like when he won't just play the game like yeah. we're coming on here to create content and he's gonna do the whole like well it's just they didn't play well it's like <laughs> the f- fucking no shit like we're Who's here to ties, analyze though? and break it down like play the game with me have the conversation and then you have me go through that you know i'm on just like a 15 out of 10 in terms of being on tilt right there and you're gonna bring that as your first answer like get the <laughs> okay. fuck out of here so i mean i let him have it and start talking to you guys and immediately snow just bounces on the whole deal he's like i'm going to bed that was amazing i look I thought- back and i realized i realized like how quickly he got out of that chat after i like started talking to you guys and like yelled at him and i like that was amazing we talked for 30 seconds basically i rewatched like the first five minutes you put on uh mr report and he was gone he was not having it but i thought it was i thought the kids were gonna ruin it because it was funny for the first like 5 10 15 seconds but i felt like it was going on and i bet for you it was even longer it felt like it was going on for like five minutes like it felt like, like toy story ever. yeah i was like well, these see- kids are gonna blow it it was too yeah. long yeah, well, it, I think they did, first of all. I think that was very much too long. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I, I just signed off because it was blaring loud. And the funny thing is everyone's like, Rick doesn't know what he's doing right now. But I was clicking on, there was like a remove or ban or something like yeah. that. But it was like pinwheeling on me on, on that person's name. I don't know if there was like a reason because they were uploading so much video into my stream at the time or whatever. But like right. their name for whatever reason wouldn't work. I was able to like move everybody else, but they were not bannable or removable that's a bitch because i know how it is like they can unmute themselves like it's just a yeah. romp yeah that's and exactly for the record wrong. if we're playing the blame game that was andy's idea if we're playing the blame game here what to get all those people in the zoom call the zoom call was andy's idea uh well yeah brendel was suggesting it too um i mean look it, i have it the same idea as well, chad brendel if we're taking brendel's Salted. advice i mean <laughs> yeah well i'm not i'm not looking to point the finger look if i was at fault that night Good i man. was i was a shit show if we're Better being honest um i can't believe people here's the wild thing at 3 30 in the morning when we signed off there were like 30 people still there it's like, what the hell was everyone doing quarantine's the best <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> the is best that what me- uh your guys's video chats at 3 30 in the morning are usually like <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest that's the first for me i'm not a i'm not an only fans guy i can't even figure out the, the twitter live app that makes one of us <laughs> <laughs> that was freaking great my favorite part was chad with the heaters just not giving a fuck like he's in b-dubs in 2001 just not giving a shit him ripping cigarettes in his house is wild but it's also just like amazing that he was so on brand there to come right on screen with a, a cigarette hanging out of his mouth like an angle uh shooting up at his neck like that and uh bud lights off in the side it was just it was amazing 
winners, shenanigans, losers, uh, J journalism. Rick, this is what everyone wants, and I appreciate you coming in and doing the BS for us. Um, but for the people at home, what everyone wants to hear, let's get a quick Norse update. <laughs> <laughs> hey man uh we, we almost did it to dayton for you guys almost to oh dayton my god dude, it was such a good game oh <laughs> i wanted the oh, i wanted the woody video so bad for the norse <laughs> i wanted it so, i had it queued up ready to go that's why i downloaded how out of bed what are you norsing up I wanted it so bad. And then my Rick, question is, if Dayton, if NKU would have been Dayton there, would you guys all have sent like Trey Robinson's picture to Dayton's final score? Like, in their <laughs> all it takes is one, <laughs> dude. So I saw you say like X knows about that shit. Like, have you actually like talked to anybody or gotten like verbal confirmation? Like, what the fuck's oh. up with our social media? Oh yeah, like at the so seriously at the Crosstown shootout, I was having a conversation with um, I don't know how to describe the person at Xavier, but like someone involved with the program and uh or the university in a higher up fashion and uh that actually two people one person involved with the basketball program another person involved that's like a higher up and both of them were like yeah i mean it's just it's just insane like the whole and they've specifically mentioned you by name obviously like that that guy is on one you know and they're, they're like is he, like do you know him like what's the deal i see you interacting <laughs> with him and i was like i mean i know him as well as you guys do basically we've we've talked through this he's been around for years like i obviously had communicated with him before that just through musketeer report um and now you have morphed into this monster on social media that i don't even know how to put it it's just like the, the, the funny thing is though that they like you said they know how much more ridiculous you guys are compared to the other fan bases in the big east I, I, I can't help but feeling a little bit responsible for the for the culture um i don't know if you saw there about five nate johnson genitalia brenners um, not enough in my opinion. I have, they, heard, I have, look, I'm not one to cross CJ Anderson, so I'm not getting in on right. this debate. I don't want to be a part of that nickname. Sell your stock, but they smoked me out though, Rick. I mean, now I'm in Cintas. I mean, they can just interview me at any second now. <laughs> so I'm right there in the second row. I mean, that's right. Who, do you, do we know who did that? Is that like your group chat that all combined dump trucks, dump uh, trucks got me? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that. One. <laughs> well done, Andy. Coop and I may have gone 50, 50 on that. Yeah, possibly. Okay. There's a good chance. The, and, uh, we're Andy thinking about Marcus a Marcus Walters one. Walters needs to be in the media section. Like we need to see if Iser. I'll talk to Iser about putting him over like next to Adam Baum. And uh, that would just be outstanding if you had a big J journalist seat. Oh, that'd be, that'd be big. That'd be big time. So to speak. <laughs> That's big time. Okay. What did you think about uh, Marcus Walters getting not only the first big scoop of the week uh, with the Xavier, uh, you know, viral tweet about Mick Cronin, but also getting the, the one-on-one -on -one interview post game. I liked the, the tweet better. Um, the first one about, you know, like Mick Cronin is rooted because people ran with that like it was legit. And if you just saw it, one, like, here's the thing. I saw it getting shared and someone texted me like, hey, this is happening. And so I was like, oh, it's real. Like I told Jim Kelch during our broadcast, like, hey, you won't believe it. Mick Cronin said this. And then like I saw where it originated from after the game. I started dying laughing. I was like, hey, Jim, that was not a real thing. Actually, do not do not repeat that to anyone. Um, to be fair, we can't confirm that that is not real. Yeah, we have true. there's nowhere where he <laughs> right. did not say he was not rooting for Xavier there's more, there's more suggesting that he did than that he didn't so and as far as I've seen he has not denied it yeah exactly yeah so I think you would think he would step out and deny those claims if they've been reported in a manner that they have so I thought that was actually funnier 
to me, like the way that sure. all played out. But I mean, the city championship vi- uh, video, uh, was that a cameo? I assume he's like on cameo or whatever. That was out. Who knows? Sources, you'd have to yeah. ask Marcus. Yeah, you'd have to ask Marcus about that, <laughs> for <yeah>. sources. <laughs> no, that was that was really well done. I mean, that was the better piece of content. But the way it all played out, I liked the tweet better. And it, it was good to get a little recognition from Titus and Tate. <laughs> biting the garbage. Oh, those are your guys. I mean, right? Those have been kind of the north star for your brand the whole, all along, right? Yeah, they're like they're uh, their cap industry's all grown up. I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma to UC is UC. Uh, <laughs> so. Okay, Andy, I'm gonna pass it to you. I've been I've been Nate Johnson. Uh, Andy, what do you got? <laughs> so I mean, I, I've just been jo- just been sitting here enjoying the conversation. <laughs> it's verbal so, tennis. Two and, great minds going at it. Really, the question I had was, um, like back to the Zoom call was stalling, <laughs> stalling. Like, did Brian Snow like mention anything about it, like afterwards? Yeah, or did you he just talk? bounce and never talk about it again? Well, I mean, I, we didn't talk that night. He just, you know, went to bed, I think. I was up till 3.30 in the morning with you idiots. And then I was like, I was like, <laughs> all right, hold on. This is one of those things where it's going to get mentioned on the message board. And then it's going to turn into like the who saw it and who didn't see it thing. So I was like, I'm going to have to find a way to post this. I was like, screw it. It's just going up video behind the paywall. So only subscribers can see it. But I, I thought I had to put it up and I think it was worth it. I think more people enjoyed it than I expected. Maybe UC um, fans enjoyed it. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was yeah. The UC fans love me right now. Um, and then Snow, I, I talked to him me. the next day, and he just was very short with it. Was like, yeah, I had to get out of there. So it's <laughs> not a snow vibe at all. Yeah. Uh, Rick, quick message board update. How we doing? How are the boards? How we feeling? Well, I mean, you guys are on there. I would describe the tenor as very good this season. I thought yeah. after the first five games, there was legit reason to be concerned. And we saw people bring some of that concern, but there was no one who was over the top with it. I didn't think anyone was in the camp of like, this is a nightmare and we got to get rid of steel or anything. Like I would have expected them to be quite honest. I mean, let's, let's be frank. If they had lost one of those games, I would have expected it to be a total meltdown on the board. Um, It was melting down and we won. Well, yeah, I forgot about you. You're probably the biggest (laughs) meltdown of the whole year. So probably being honest out of the fan base. So I, I think I think the message board has been in good shape, and then now that uh, now that you have the UC and Oklahoma wins, I think it's swung in the opposite direction. Now it's just way over the top. Like people are way too positive. They're winning this is the literally, final four. We're we're literally yeah we're retweeting the Seth Davis tweet. Like we literally have Pitbull playing at the beginning of this episode. Like this is the party episode, Rick. I, so, I'm not trying to bring it down. That's my bad. No, do not do that. That's why we didn't have Rick Carter on tonight. He literally <laughs> slid my DMs last night and was like, hey, you guys are way over the top. This is one game against a pack line team. Fucking chill. I'm like, Rick, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, Marcus even brought the blunt for the party. <laughs> Who, Rick Carter did? Marcus. Oh. Marcus did. Marcus got him. Marcus has the blunt. He earned it. He definitely earned it. Marcus leveled up. So speaking of Xavier, Rick, why do you think they're the best team of all time? Wow. Um, I think it's probably because anytime you can have your assistant coaches lock themselves in a, a closet <laughs> before the game starts, I think you're really looking at a staff that's probably on a next level plane of thinking. So uh, how are you supposed to compete with that? If you're, I mean, if you're Lon Kruger, who's a veteran Hall of Fame <laughs> staff, you think he's ever seen only two coaches show up right before tip? Like there's just an <laughs> empty bench to the left of you? No, that's a new move by stealing his staff. I thought that was brilliant. Just throw them off their game a little bit innovation i mean travis is what 31 39 no one knows i mean that's innovation from a young basketball mind rick 
if he doesn't bring half his staff off the <laughs> yeah. bench like midway through the second media timeout in this next game, honestly, he doesn't have a hair on his testicles. How the hell is Nate Johnson letting those coaches not be barricaded with tape over their mouths in the middle of, you know what I mean? Like in the back office of Cintas. How does that happen? Like how in the fuck does that happen? There's no way. It's a great point. It really is. I mean, Dante Jackson is really the problem here, if we're being honest. Dante Jackson was the one who was clowning and slamming doors. Uh, it's typical Jackson. Insert. Is he the hype man on the bench? Uh, well, I mean, he used to be. Now, I mean, have you seen Ben Stanley? In the yeah, right, that has to get there? talked about. The bench mob is next level. Like, as, as you know, pe- people always talk about that stuff. And to a lot of – to a large extent, I think it's overdone. I think it's corny. But – to me, there is something to this team's body language and energy right now. Like these guys love playing basketball. And if you look at like coach K and Duke and Brian Snow, and I just talked about this on the podcast of how miserable they are and they want to quit their season because they're so miserable. Like I think it, it matters that Xavier's having this much fun playing together and being together every day when you, you can't see anybody else. Do you think that's an interesting thing? I saw Snow tweet about that today. Like, certain teams just don't want to play. And I think that's evident in certain teams that do. And I think Xavier might be thriving in that, in that space. So going into Big East. Well, play- I, I, th- well I think you, you, you might want to ask yourself, what would last year's Xavier team be feeling like right now if they couldn't get away from each other and they were only around each other 24-7 and at practice every day? Like, would that be problematic? Mm, I, I don't want to talk out of turn, <laughs> but I think there's a possibility it might be. So I, 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 I do can agree with that. <laughs> I do think chemistry is worth mentioning this year, and I think it matters for the Savior team that theirs is so good right now. Absolutely. So we'll actually be a little bit serious for five seconds. Hey, guys, just like the Zoom, we're being serious. We're going to do a real show. <laughs> no Toy Story. What about story. that start? What about that start? I mean, the <laughs> foreshadowing of me to come in and say, we're doing a serious show now. I've hit record. Let's lock in. And then five minutes later, you got Toy Story on the screen. And the best part is, we, Tammy. we had been going at it for like 25 minutes when you said that. Like, that oh. was after like – that was 40 uh, uh, minutes if you count right. the, Twitter, the Twitter start, yeah. Right, exactly. Like, that was almost an hour deep. Like, uh, no, oh, my God, dude. The people that got to experience that are the elite of the elite. Uh, the, I tell you what, though. There is a certain, like, rush you get after doing something like that for just three hours where I was like, it. this is how Rogan feels. I get it. Like, this is why he does that all the time. That is, that is a different level of conversation where you're just rambling for three straight hours. Yeah, that must have been exhausting. I do a cap live for an hour, and I sleep for about, like, 10. So, I, <laughs> you're the MVP for that one, Rick. That was incredible. I, I slept for about uh, two and a half after I got it up, and then I went and did an assistant coach. We got it up for the NKU game. Well, thank, not thank in that you, manner. <laughs> Normalize Rick moderating the presidential election. So let's talk a little bit about real basketball, and then we'll get you the hell out of here. Thanks for wasting your time, by the way. Um, so we're heading into Big East play. X obviously got two big wins. The Oklahoma win. I mean, what can you really take from that? Like, what? How much does that raise, or just? How much are you throwing that tape away? How much does that actually have an impact, do you think, on the rest of the season or your, or your perspective on the team? Well, I mean, the biggest thing for me is it let me know that I was underselling this team's potential. I did not know they had a performance like that in them. I did not know that they were even capable of setting the school record for three-pointers. And certainly, they're never going to shoot like that again. And I think everyone understands that it – there's a luck or um, a happenstance factor there that you just can't replicate, obviously. But last year's team could have never done that. The year before that could have never done that. Even if you have that luck and you have that crazy night, you just didn't have the potential to do something like that. This team has that potential, and I didn't know that even two games ago. Um, It's amazing how much having two more legit options and then even another guy in C.J. Wiltshire I think we'll see worked in there a little bit more as the season goes on. Having those options just kind of 
moves everyone down. Skinny kind of called it a trickle down effect on today's Skinny podcast. And I liked that because I, I do think like everyone's just got a little, sure. a little more defined role, a little more specialized role. Uh, their energy is a little more focused on a smaller segment of the game when they're coming in there. I think that works. And you have the options now of instead of relying on, okay, Kiki Tandy and Zach yep. Fremantle and Paul Scruggs have to be on from three or we're not going to shoot well today. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, Adam Kunkel might be on, Nate Johnson might be on, uh, Colby Jones can give us a lift. Who knows? CJ Wilcher might be a guy like that in the future. It's a difference. I mean, th- I feel – very different about this team than I did two games ago. And I know the fan base certainly does. And I don't think they're wrong for that. I think there is a, a much different feeling about this team's upside now. Alexa play party up by DMX. That was one thing I, that kind of uh, was very encouraging, encouraging to me. We hit 19 threes instead of school record and neither one of them were hit by Adam Kunkel or Trayvon Blewett. <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty good. And, and think about the idea that you would have had Kunkel didn't make one and, and Tandy made only one, made one he? and it was at the end of the right. game yeah um and you have a shooting performance like that i mean no one would have thought that was possible after the tennessee tech win no absolutely not how much do you think it has to do i've heard this talked about like the energy piece of just like having those three guys back it seems like a team that genuinely like roots for each other um because uh, to be honest with you i think x is a little bit lucky for making it through that first five unscathed um what do you think how, how much do you think of an impact that's had i think it definitely has i I think that goes back to what we were just talking about with these guys, like actually liking spending time with each other. One thing I will say, uh, Adam Baum did a really good job of capturing the, the Adam Kunkel stuff of, of cool. like what he brings in terms of culture that I knew that about him coming in because he went to Cooper high school and I covered them at the time. And like Tim Sullivan, for those who co- like are around Northern Kentucky basketball, know uh, like his, his team's good every year. And a big reason for that is they have a great culture and they're all, they're one of those teams that are all about like the family stuff and all that type of stuff. And you're like, all right, it's cliche. It's BS hashtags on Twitter or whatever, but it works. Like they're in the regional finals every year. You know, they, they go to the state tournament. They have a, a competitive team that's disciplined and locked in and fights for each other and doesn't have dysfunction in the locker room every year. And Adam Kunkel is special in that regard in terms of like, he gets buy-in from his teammates. Other guys like him. They think he's cool. They think he's there. He's a guy they want to be friends with. And so when he does that stuff and does the rah-rah stuff and like, let's be a team and let's be a family. There's actually buy-in when he does it. It doesn't come off as corny or lame. And I think that matters. And, and he's really had an impact in that way. That's really cool. They're able to look past the leg tattoo, honestly. Well, yeah, it's big. Seems- I mean, it, like you get a white guy with a leg tat in the locker room and you're like, I'm going to follow this guy. It's, <laughs> You know, I, I think, I think you got to respect him for that. It's a strategy. That just screams a high motor guy. <laughs> coaches, real, co- real coaches, son. Yeah. Real gritty guy. Real blue collar. Is there a funnier player? And the, there's that one guy with the ponytail. I'm blanking on the school. Is there a funnier player looking than, than Brady Manick? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, that's what? the Larry Bird thing. It's, it's low hanging fruit, but it's the only thing you can think of when you see him. I mean, he, it, his mom had sex with Larry Bird or one of his relatives. I mean, that's very Jeez. obvious. Confirmed. Rick Bomb. Confirmed. Rick, here, here's what I was Marcus thinking Walters. with him. He looks yeah, like he looks like uh, J.P. Mercura if he was raised <laughs> in Arkansas instead of Wisconsin. Uh, well, I think he looks like J.P. Mercura if he was raised in Oklahoma. 
maybe. Uh, that, that, might, that, makes, that makes some that's sense. Where, that's where Brady Manick is from, and that kid looks very much like Oklahoma to me. I think J.P. McKeer would not be very happy with either one of us talking like this, to be quite honest. So I'm going to ask you to delete what I just said about calling J.P. McKeer Brady Manick because that's an <laughs> You said to mention him in the tweet? Yeah, yeah, mention him in the tweet. Just tag <laughs> him in it. this and said, All right, uh, put a quote right. of what I said. Andy, send that out right now. Thank you. Yeah, right. Actually, uh, just put it. this. But, All right, if last JP questions. listens to anything we say, it's well worth it. Right. Yeah. Come on. Rick. Like, not, not a fear you need to have. People have like internet content ready to go for this, like taking shots at Mick Cronin and you guys and me in the next like 24 hours. <laughs> JP's I'm a friend of the it. show. JP's a friend of the show. Uh, I think he's a friend of the 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 show. Yeah. He's been in RBP's mentions, or he's been in, he's been in the DMs before. Not the brand. All right, my last question. So, Big East play is about to start. Um, we're about to get horny allegedly. in the Big East. We're about to, allegedly, that's very fair. We're about to have good sex in the Big East, hopefully. Uh, rest Continue. in peace, no, not November. Uh, where do you think – is there a change in the pecking order or anything significant? Uh, I think Xavier may have raised a spot or two in my mind. Uh, what do you think as far as maybe, you know, a new pecking order in the Big East? Well, I don't think Xavier fans ever wanted to believe they were seventh. So, yeah, probably not – fans aren't having them moved up a lot maybe. Um, for me, I thought seventh was very fair. I thought that I thought was a good so, yeah. ranking coming into the season. Now, I would totally agree with Xavier fans that, okay, I, there's no reason you can't finish anywhere between third and seventh. Um, sure. I don't think you're Villanova or Creighton at this point. And, like, we just don't know what we have with Seton Hall. It, Marquette has been a little up and down. They have a nice win over Wisconsin, but I think Xavier's looked better than them on the whole. Uh, and I don't know what, what you have in Providence either because they always do this early season scuffle. So we'll maybe have a better idea here after Xavier plays them on Saturday. But I, I don't think that uh, it's unreasonable to say that Xavier could be third in this conference now. I would have felt that was probably a bit ambitious before the season started. So they've definitely changed my opinion here. But I would put the caveat on that that I don't know how much separation there is between third and seventh in the Big East, to be quite honest. Appreciate that. Boys, anything else for Rick Zoom Broering before we, before we let him get out of here and get some sleep? I'd like to know if this Zoom call becomes a yearly tradition. Rick, when you do end up retiring, will you announce it on the Zoom? I'll, yeah, I'll commit to that. I'm fine with that. I mean, like, right, who's cool. going to care about my uh, retire, retirement? Like, I'm fine with announcing it on Zoom with you guys. 110% committed or just like 100% committed? Can we get uh, some emojis? Or? I would say hashtag blessed, so 110%. Yeah. <laughs> take the, well, Should I we respect re- your decision? <laughs> right. yeah. uh, God is good. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that I'm, I'm locked in, and you guys can – look, I'll, I'm down. I'm committing to the Zoom every year before the shootout, yeah. and I'm committing to uh, announcing my retirement on Zoom with you guys. We're sending the camera crew. We'll, we'll talk details to get a commitment video ready to go. That is huge news. Rick Baum, you heard it here first on the Roll Blob podcast. Rick, really appreciate your time as always. Thanks for, for wasting, you know, 45 minutes to an hour with us. Yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on as always. Thanks, guys. All right, Andy, play the, uh, play the Toy Story music. And, and continue good sex in the Big East as well. Now, guys, that is just the kind of content you come to, you come to the Roll Bob podcast for. Where else, Andy, are you going to get a Zoom call talking about a Zoom call? You know what I mean? Like, this is just nuanced content. Um, I'm guessing in OnlyFans podca- podcast, but I don't know if this exists. I mean, thank us for our service. I mean, first of all. Second of all, you're welcome. Third of all, good sex in the Big East. I mean.
What else? What else can you really say at this point? Like that was gold, and, and it always is with Rick. I mean, he's just like the perfect mix of like I have credentials, I have things to actually talk about, I have sources, not as many as Marcus, but I do have sources. But I'm also a jackass, and he he can fit in in both roles, and he's just like the perfect mix of both. So the perfect guy for us. And Rick, we appreciate you wasting your time as always, um, guys. It's time to start the Xavier party here. We had a Norse guy on. He he helped stoke the fuel, and he told us to party. But it's kind of like when someone's at the party doesn't know about the party. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is us. This is a family fiesta. You, me, and the boys. I'm officially in party mode. Let's fucking go. Fist bump city. Toga, 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 toga. <laughs> Take, it Take it off. Boys, it's time to go down. So, first off, I mean, it's just Xavier party season. Xavier's best team of all time. And now I'm hyped. So, the first thing I want to talk about that got me hyped, this is after the game. Xavier made it on to what I think is the best sports hour in, in all of sports. And that's sports center with Scott Van Pelt. We oh, got the Roll Plot podcast? Well, that's, this is, I was talking about video. Oh, okay. This is good video okay. too, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, tough call. It's a toss-up. But, bro. Uh, bro. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, I, I'm drunk too. He talked about the Roblox podcast on the, on the Scott Van Pelt show. Just kidding. That's an Andy joke. Um, he did? <laughs> he talked about Xavier. Yeah, you'll have to go find it, Andy. Just keep, just keep yeah. trying to find it. You can edit it in. Yeah, you'll find if it. If you find it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find it. So we got the Scott Van Pelt mentioned, throwing up the X. It was also it was almost like when uh, Stan Verrett, not Stan Verrett, John Butchergross had the Xavier hockey jersey on. If you guys remember that, that was pretty freaking cool. Yes, definitely a, yeah, def, yeah, a cool and rare moment for ESPN to be uh, riding Xavier's jock, if you will. Feels good, doesn't it? It does. Feel oh, it good. feels like good when your jock's ridden. <laughs> thank, thank you, Andy. And, uh, uh, who was it that said Xavier only gets national attention when they play UC? Someone that's a problem. That would have been – that's a huge problem to say. Uh, for people who don't know, it was Gary Clark. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Never heard of him. But can't, uh, can't imagine thinking that or knowing who that solved. is. Problem solved, my boys. Okay, also uh, going like, on out there. What were you about to say? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who that is, but it felt nice to get some uh, national attention after beating, you know, our first power conference team. Um, and just shooting lights out. Felt good. There's nothing wrong with, <laughs> with the ball going in the hole. I don't know if there's – I don't know if I've had that much fun watching basketball since Trayvon Blewett was at Xavier, honestly. I That's mean, the how best offense to have, the make shots offense. <laughs> People don't talk about that enough. They really don't. And hitting 19 threes. I don't even think Andy's hit 19 threes in his entire life. <laughs> Probably and I'm not, not talking about basketball either. <laughs> And confirm, I have not. Thank you, sources. Not even 19 twos. So, no. So, actually, <laughs> this is good stuff. So, actually, game content here. Um, it was a pretty good game to start off. I mean, Oklahoma, top 15 offense, and actually got better offensively uh, per Ken Palm, up to nine after playing Xavier. So, it's not like they played poorly, especially on the offensive end. They just couldn't stop us. I mean, the first half was, was really good basketball. We kind of p- have pulled away there at the end a little bit. Um, we created a little bit of separation there at the end of the first half. But, guys, what did you think about actually what you saw on the court? Nate Johnson's a pretty good player, right? He's good at shooting I mean, hoops. He's shooting 58% from three on the season, which – That's not bad. Someone did the math. That's like shooting 87% from two-point range <laughs> from efficiency, from efficiency perspective. <laughs> not terrible. That's that, terrible. Uh, the, that, I can confirm that is pretty damn good. Not all. Um, if I shot 87% from anything, then <laughs> I'd be pretty happy. Uh, 
but it was just a completely different feel from what we've seen the past two years. Is making two threes a game as opposed they, to making 19 is a little different. A little bit different. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's there were points where I was like confident people shooting threes where last year I was like, Oh God, what please fucking go in. Just praying. And I know. Just literally just closing your eyes and hoping you heard the announcer hype it up. It is just nice when like, and I'm not trying to diss this guy at all. I mean, Jason Carter is your fifth option on offense every single time he's on the court, which is pretty good. If he's your very worst option on offense, you got a pretty good offense. Whereas last year, like if he was open, it was like he had to shoot. You know what I mean? Like, he couldn't pass. Take what you can get. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, like, this year it's just, like, your best shooters are better, your middle shooters are better. You know what I mean? Like, your whole support is so much better top to bottom, and I think you're just seeing that. And, and two, I mean, Steele said this. Yeah, the ball went in the basket, but that's a byproduct of the ball moving really well and and just seeing good offense. We were were sharing the ball so well. Um, It was moving around without a personal agenda, which is something I've been talking about all season. And I hate when there's no agendas. We love a good agenda here. We are very, very pro agenda, but on the court, it's it's good when the agenda is just to find the best shot, and we certainly did. Uh, I mean, we we had um, Dwan Odom driving driving and kicking like he, like we always know what he did. Paul Scruggs hitting threes, but he also took just smart threes. Fremantle wasn't forcing anything up. Fremantle was a monster. Fremantle. You should have bought your stock a long time ago. I think Fremantle's knocking on the door of, like, really coming out on the national stage. Like, big time. I could see him being – I mean, he had, like, a bunch of, like, verifieds talking about, like, a Tyler Hansbro, like, look-alike kind of player. I think Fremantle's really knocking on the door. I mean, especially if he was a couple good Big East games to start off the Big East slate, I think he's knocking on the door of the national scene. First team all Big East? It's – what do you think at this point in this? I mean, it's super early, but like, it's not impossible at this point in the season. I mean, I was talking to the Providence guys earlier on their pod, and uh, they said it, it would either be him or Jeremiah Robinson Earl right now, and they gave the lean to Fremantle right now. Oh wow! It's it's gonna be Robinson Earl, Nate Watson, or Fremantle, in my opinion. Fremantle. I mean, I think we're going to be using him in replies to opposing teams a lot this year. <laughs> That is very, very true. You will see a lot of We'll, we'll have to start we'll, – we'll have to go back to last year when we started doing it and kind of keep track of it, almost like they keep yeah. track of gold, like jerseys, gold jerseys, who's yeah. led all time, who's our, who's our meme of the game. That is a gorgeous idea, and that's why, Andy, you bring Coop aboard. Content goldmine. The musky meme team will keep track of this. <laughs> God, I love That's this exactly guy so much. why I've been vouching for Coop for the last month. I, like I the love idea him. man. I'm I'm in love. I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. It's guys, it was just so like I couldn't believe it. Like, and I don't know if anyone's as horny as the announcer on like the six three that Nate Johnson made. He can confirm Lonely Island jizzed in his pants after the sixth one. He 100%. flipped the fuck out. <laughs> he Nate lost Johnson his fucking mind. In the sun. Hotter than a big pepper sprout guy. He said that twice. Hotter than a pepper sprout. What the fuck's a pepper sprout? I have no idea. I don't know what it is, but it's probably on the hot side. I'm going to guess. Sounds like it's on the hot seat. I I would venture to guess it's a little on the hot side. And it was just really cool having multiple guys get in on the action. I mean, obviously, Nate was a story of the night, just was unconscious. But I mean, Scruggs was absolutely. 
Fremantle, Fremantle scored 28. Scruggs scored over 20. And it was really cool to see Scruggs' average. I mean, the law of averages kind of played out. And he was – I mean, he wasn't even touching the rim on his threes. Silky smooth. Yeah, we hardly even talked about Paul Scruggs postgame and had 20 <laughs> points, eight he assists. incredible. Like, that's, that's a big-time game. And it's like, yeah, big but time. Nate Johnson, Zach Fremantle. That's big time. It was big time. And Nate Johnson came – like, he was one of those we were talking about – as being like a streaky player and not exactly like the most reliable. 58 shooter. is streaky from the, is 58% of streaky. Give me streaky. That, We're going streaking. <laughs> uh, he proved like, you know, he is so reliable out there. Cause like my favorite part about it was he wasn't catching everything like real smooth. Like there was <laughs> no. one pass that bounced twice, one that he had to extend completely to his right. And then, uh, and then gather himself and then hit a shot with the defense coming coming on him. And then how about the balls? And we're going to talk about his genitalia a lot here, I'm sure. But, like, you're up, like, 15, and, like, all you need to do is get good possessions, let the, let the clock dwindle a little bit and get good shots. And it's three seconds into the shot clock and yaks <laughs> one from NBA range and just nothing but bottoms, dude. Like, dude, the brass ones, bro. It, it turns out every shot from Nate Johnson – Every long dong God. was a good shot. Get this man a wheelbarrow, dude. Like, good <laughs> Lord. Dude, he's something else. He's got a lot of J.R. Smith in his game, like you were saying, Andy. He is good at really tough shots. He's a, he's a great bad shot taker. Very. He's got Hall of Fame difficult shot badge for sure. He's also got gold corner specialist. He loves him that corner. That corner is so beautiful for him and Dwan did a good job of finding him too it's so smooth you could I mean you could just tell the second it goes off that it's the same release I'm like there's no way that's not going in and that's like we 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 did not talk about Dwan like Brian Griffin after the game enough like Brian Griffin looks so fucking good he's such a good finisher and that makes four of us um but but also too I I think also a girlfriend love that one uh <laughs> but i think the one i was also most impressed with that you just the more you see it the more you like it, is colby jones just did a little bit of everything to me colby can shoot julie and i freaked out when uh colby came down the lane no look pass straight away down drop off pass to brian griffin for the dunk i was just like on just like the announcer jay and the p just in the pants on the spot dude like He's just – he guards the best. He was guarding Brady Manning, who's one of the best scorers in the country, shutting him down. I will give I mean, some respect to him. Like, that oh shot was so fucking pure. Every you time. give him any space. No, no. There's no – it's so quick, too. Yeah, oh, my dude, God. He's, he's nice, dude. They had some scores on that team, man. And he's just awesome, dude. Brady Manning's one of my favorite players in college basketball. He's incredible. Walmart, Walmart, Larry Bird. He's up there, bro. I could see. I would love to see Oklahoma make like a Sweet Sixteen. So like Brady Manick is like a story of of the tournament because he's fucking great. That'd be awesome because like they were fun to watch. Not even gonna lie, like it sucked being against my team, but they were fun to watch. Absolutely, and it's just party time, man. Like the two years that we've gotten, and this is why I wanted to talk to Fifty Two. Like the two years we've gotten, I mean, like let's call it what it is, have been super disappointing. Like with a crap ton of talent. Ugly. Steel haters. I mean, it's been a tough – pretty much since I created my Twitter account. Like, Xavier's not been good. And I'm not saying we've been terrible, but it's not been the Xavier standard, especially coming off of what we were coming off of, which was, in my opinion, the best four-year stretch in Xavier basketball. And 
got so in four years you had a sweet 16 then you were in the top 10 got a number two seed then you went to the elite eight and then you had a number one seed in the ncaa tournament that's a pretty fucking good four-year stretch and then to go from that to two nits in a row no, that's within the five years because i think jp's freshman year is the, the year we lost to nc state in the 11th no, that, was sweet 16 game. Year. that was d's that was d's senior year really yep that was d's senior year d and matt stainbrook had uh freshman trayvon blewett and he's in the same class as jp Xavier Algebra. Okay, Xavier Algebra. all right. You know, we'll, we'll, I'm drunk. We'll confirm with Marcus when we get off here, but I'm I'm almost positive. Um, yeah, Marcus will know for sure. Yeah, we'll confirm with Marcus. Thank you, though. Uh, we will fact check uh, people at home in case you're wondering. Um, but but anyway, I mean, coming off of that to two NITs and coach drama and, you know, steel, I wouldn't call steel on the hot seat, but you'd be lying if you didn't have a ton of detractors. Um, so to see a game like well, this. He has a lot you, of haters. I've been fighting them for two years. For sure. But I mean, like, we haven't made the NCAA tournament two years in a row. That's just not Xavier, especially when you have a lot of talent. And it just didn't fit, and there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it. We, we, we know that story, blah, blah, blah. But it was just really cool, and I think there was just so much pure joy last night. And Coop said this earlier. It's like there's nothing greater than, like, a good basketball game. But, like, when you're a fan of a team, just kicking the shit out of somebody, there's nothing more fun. <laughs> and we kicked the shit out of Oklahoma. Let's call it what it is. And I don't think I've had that much pure joy out of beating – we came in as a Ken Palm top 25 team. We were what, like 58 in Ken Palm or whatever? Or 61st. That was a game I expected to lose. If we had played them close and lost, I would have taken probably some encouragement out of that. I think we would have come on the pod today and been like, you you know, know, it's Oklahoma. Some, They're a really good team. Yeah, we can take some positives from that. That's a good Oklahoma team. But we kicked the shit out of them and ran a top 10 offense off the floor by playing offense. I mean, and don't get me wrong, best shooting performance we'll see all season – Maybe, hopefully not. But there's so many positives to take away from that. And you don't think we shouldn't overreact, but you shouldn't underreact either. No, no, no one can deny how much fucking fun it was to see a team shoot that well <laughs> and joy. move that move the ball that well and just score at will. Um, yep. So it was fun as fuck. Are we gonna expect it for the for any of these next twenty games? Absolutely not. But <laughs> But that's why we're saying fun. it's party time. Like, you can't expect this. I think it's a positive sign, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it, it also was like a byproduct of playing well, making all those shots. You know what I mean? Even if you split the difference of making all the shots, I think we still would have won pretty handily. Um, but it's just kind of like, I'm saying Xavier Nation, like, you deserve to party. It's been two, two tough years. We just ran a really good team off the floor in crazy fashion. We deserve to, to indulge in this one a little bit. That's all I'm saying. That's why it's crank the pit bull, party up, let's go, play X, go and give it to you, and have a dance party with the strobe light. Um, but final four, final four, crank final the four. Davis tweets, tweet about being horny in the Big East, like just run all of them. Go back and retweet it for sure. Xavier is final four good, confirmed. If, if you didn't retweet if, that, you're doing If the it season wrong. ended today. Correct. Thank you. Thank you very much, Cap. Er, thank you, Cap. <laughs> I mean, not a lot. You're welcome, Coop. I appreciate that. Um, anyway, so talking, moving on to the funnies, the post game. That was about as fun, and I didn't think I'd be able to say this because um, the shootout was, was crazy. That was fun. That post game Twitter was a good time. Oklahoma hated us. Oh, my Nate God. Johnson is a household name in <laughs> whatever city Oklahoma University resides in. Norman. Okay, Norman. I should have known there that. There we go. Yeah. It's not Tulsa. I don't know. Tulsa's yeah, not was, a city. <laughs> I was thinking Tulsa. I should have known that, though. I like to take pride in, like, knowing, like, the town, like, of a college town. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tuscaloosa or whatever the hell it is. Um, college Station, whatever the fuck. That was a good one. Good on you for that, Andy. Respect. Yeah. 
I made up for the Tulsa fiasco. Two respect units for Norman, Oklahoma. Thank you very much. Um, but goddamn, was that funny stuff. We've gotten approximately five new Nate Johnson uh, genitalia Twitter accounts. I have gained so many followers since then. Oh, my God. Invest your stock in, like, Yahoo or Gmail right now because Xavier's keeping them afloat single-handedly with all the emails that we must have. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even like, capping here pun intended, like probably 15 to 20 new ones in the last 24 hours. Oh, easily. And that easily. might be underselling it. I didn't want to oversell it because I'm a drama queen. But like I didn't want to – but it's at least 15 to 20. We've got the wad of cash, Travis Steele's wad of cash. We've got Wario. <laughs> Travis Steele's wad. We've got Fremantle. Literally we've while we've been recording Nate this, we've Johnsons. seen – like there's been new ones popping up while we've been recording this. Like it's just insane. And – um. Is it a coincidence that, you know, we started burner accounts and now there's more burner? Like, should we feel responsible for the culture? I think it's just pure coincidental. Uh, yeah, it's all coincidental. Right. Like, in a world without Captain Xavier, are there all these Twitter accounts? I think absolutely, yes, there are. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just want to be as cool as Xavier burners are. Like, burners at Xavier are about as cool as, like, anything. Like what's Nothing's cooler, than, cooler than having a Xavier basketball-related burner. There's really it has been a year for burners, though. Like that's one thing that's super funny about like modern media is that like just clown shit can like get you like real notoriety and make real things happen. Us idiots made Xavier TBT happen. Literally, like some dude that lives in a house with a dump truck wall <laughs> helped make Xavier TBT happen. And Just like jumping I, on the wings of a burner account. I love that that side of like 2020 media where it's like just not like, you know, the you know the country club like elites only were allowed in, and you never want to go like full of our ball where like you get boxed out because you're too crazy, but it's like Bill Walton where enough crazy is good, you know, enough likable crazy is a good thing in modern media and that's awesome, guys. That was a blast. <laughs> like I didn't come down and I still don't think I've come down all day. Um, so, Coop, would you mind telling us what you did last night to um, honor all the threes made last night? Yeah, so last night, uh, Xavier made 19 threes. And uh, to celebrate that, I stayed up until 3.19 a.m. So, once 3.19 <laughs> hit, I, I just went to sleep. That's when I decided to call it a night. So, so wide awake and pumped at 3.18, eyes closed, yes. full rem at 3.19? Exactly. And instead of counting sheep, I was counting three balls in every single one of them. Well, I only counted to, Wait, to Nate's got three of them? And, but all Nate, yeah. Okay. Every three that I was counting was going in. Okay. Okay. I didn't know Nate so, had three of them. That's that, that explains yeah. a lot though. So Xavier Nation, any listeners, if you have trouble sleeping sleeping, just count three balls. Not sheep. We should create like a Nate Johnson ASMR video of like him just in the corner, just shooting threes in slow-mo, like over and over and over. That's I'm not a bad you, idea. I'm telling you, we are the most like niche content of all time. But like, if this is what you're into, like stupid idiots and Xavier basketball at the same time, like this is right up your alley. We do it for 10 likes on Twitter. <laughs> right. If you're one of that tiny point zero zero one percent on the Venn diagram that likes ASMR videos and Xavier basketball, you know we're here for you. <laughs> Good to go. I love that it, boys. Is the demographic. That is that, why we're here. 
I absolutely love it. And uh, apparently my... one of my basketball players that I coached. <laughs> one of your guys. That's big time. That's big time. That's All right, boys. Big time. Are we ready to crack the beers open and uh, help the audience celebrate the weekend? Dude, you act like I have been cracking the beers open. Yeah, Andy's way ahead of us. <laughs> Andy was ahead of us before we started recording. Uh, so good on you, Andy. And let's catch up, Coop. Um, so anyway, Andy or Coop, one of you two idiots, since I've been Nate Johnson tonight, um, which is a good thing. Why don't you introduce our jackass topic and let's, uh, let's get to it. Yeah, so as uh, three white guys ourselves, we love synonyms for white guys. I'm not talking just regular white guys that you see crossing the street every day. I'm talking about white college basketball players. We all hear the announcers say it. We've heard terms like gym rat or <laughs> under-recruited. So we're going to name our top five white basketball player synonyms. Synonyms. We're not Caucasians. We're white guys. So, boys, let's rank this thing. If you like Drake and Josh and Xavier basketball and stupid people, right up your niche alley, right in the middle of the Venn diagram. Um, we're here for you, people. Idiots. 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 Let's, let's party, boys. Okay. Honorable mentions, dishonorable mentions. It is an original Roll Blob podcast idea. Boys, who's on the honorable mention list? Andy, start with your honorable mention because I forgot mine. I need to think about it. <laughs> let's dishonor Coop. <laughs> My honorable mention is Firecracker. I love. <laughs> I just met her. That guy's just <laughs> like that guy's just like in your face, complete, complete like just crackhead out there. They call him a firecracker. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Coop, do you have your honorable mention ready? I have my dishonorable mention, and it's simply send it. It's simply walk on. Yeah. Just too easy. Like, low-hanging fruit. Too easy. Come yeah. on. Be better. Yeah, like be better said than earlier, that. We're not white guys. We're walk-ons. We're walk-ons. We're not white guys. We're walk-ons. <laughs> All right. My honorable mention, boys, blue collar. I'm just like, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's not talented. He's not skilled, but he's willing to get on the floor, and that's the only reason he gets on the floor. Boys, I love it. Uh, let's, do, let's do a little ranking, huh? Nothing more fun than a stupid power ranking that doesn't have to be done. You ready, Let's boys? Stuff that they didn't ask for, but they're getting anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's like Christmas presents. <laughs> I, I don't ask for tube socks. <laughs> but I got tube socks. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. All right, boys, at number five, I've got all the guys. I got energy guy, glue guy. He makes winning plays guy. All the guys. He's just the guy that does the guy things, you know? I, I just love the energy guy, the glue guy. He keeps everyone together. That you know, just the guy. You know, Iowa is full of just guys being guys. Noticeably white Iowa. Iowa's full of guys. They've got guys. <laughs> that is a guys. Guys being dudes. That is a school for guys. No doubt about that. Bad guy, good guy, bad guy for sure. Andy, what do you got? Number four, my guy. My guy. Number four, my guy. We got Jim Rat. <laughs> <laughs> The guy, he's, he's always that hard worker. The guy's always getting shots up after practice. The guy he that puts the work in every single day. He goes right up there with blue collar. He's just that, that, that guy that just goes to the next level. He's always staying after practice, shooting 100 free throws. This was brutal in the NBA draft. The puts the work in every single day guy was the worst guy on the NBA draft, hands down. But did he thank God? 
<laughs> you're telling me a guy that plays basketball full time is going to put the work in every single day? I'm shocked. In the gym. Very shocked. <laughs> I'm Wichita State shocked. Coop, what do we got number three? Number three, we're going with deceptive athlete or anything relating to being deceptive. Maybe it's speed. It's deceptive speed. It's deceptive athleticism. Exactly. It's not deceptive speed. It's just he's white and he's fast. Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) You did not expect him to be that athletic or jump that high because he is white. JP was deceptively athletic. You expect him to do nothing but shoot because he is white. Deceptively. Exactly. I love it. You don't hear golfers being like, oh, he's <laughs> a deceptively good golfer. <laughs> Drew Brees, deceptively good accuracy. Wayne Gretzky, very deceptively good s- skater. I don't know. I don't know shit about hockey. I thought you were going to say skier there. I was like, where's he skier. going? <laughs> Just matter. Boys, we've got a dead phone over here, so my list is gone. Andy, can you take number two for me? Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Charger, you, you work by technology Andy, all day. you love number twos. Two, twos are where you live, Andy. Dude, Give us number two. I live inside number twos. Um, <laughs> that was good. Best thing you said all day. Number two, guys that bring stuff that does not show up in the stat sheet. Yeah. Shout out Jason Carter. <laughs> Jason is Carter right. is the epitome of number two. You can tell he's one of those guys who's got the Band-Aid to prove it. Yeah, that's blue collar right there. They're just so gritty. They just do the they just do the little yeah, things that don't show up one. on the chat on the stat sheet. On the chat sheet. The chat sheet. These guys all over the chat sheet. Speaking Hi, of number twos. <laughs> that was good shit, boys. That's Andy. I don't know if you meant to do that. I guarantee you, you didn't. But that's comedic gold. Way to stumble into comedic gold. Number two on the chat sheet. Nice job. All right, Coop. Since you're the goat, you're number one. Give us number one and let's get it. Number one is just simply a high motor guy. You hear it all the time. The classic. One big play. You say, this is a guy that's a real high motor guy. I think you got that drive. Oh, yeah. He he works hard every single play. He doesn't stop moving. Energizer Bunny out there. I I get this a lot on the defensive line uh, NFL draft guy. High motor. Only the white guys, though. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. High motor guy. (laughs) His motor is always revved up. You don't hear about Chase Young's motor. No, he, he just more, he, he more overpowers you. He's more overpowering than, than got a high motor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the NFL draft. Like next year we got to make an NFL and NBA draft bingo card, like drinking game, whatever the hell. Actually, I really liked Larry's drinking game, by the way. It was just way too many things. So many things and I would have died. That is like blackout in the first six minutes. I'm not even like no cap blackout in the first six minutes. Like, he, he has too many people. Like, two people had good ideas. And they're all good ideas, but it's like a sip of beer maybe for each one, but, like, a shot? Like, I'm fucked. Dude, I, I'm fucked after, like, three shots. And he wants me to um, – every time they mention three miles apart or Indiana football when Dan Dake, Don Dakich is on the Don call. We, we mean what you know. <laughs> Holy tights. Uh, yeah, well, Andy's got the weekend started, so appreciate that. <laughs> Guys, unless you, have, unless you have anything else, let's put a bow on this bad boy. Uh, I'm going to hoe out per usual. Every time you go out, you know, I bring the hoe out. Uh, 
give us a rate, give us a review. Tell us how horny you are, please. If you appreciate what we do, it means a lot. Um, we love doing this for you. I do want to send just a very genuine thank you. I said it on Twitter the other day. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. You guys have been awesome. Uh, we do, we really do enjoy doing this. It is a time commitment though. We do do a lot, put a lot of work into it. We do, uh, actually try here there is a method to the madness believe it or not i know it just probably sounds like come on here and just bullshit but there is a little bit of method to the madness so thank you for sappy the support sappy sappy gappy <laughs> we've been <laughs> recording since uh since about 3 p.m it's 11 19 right now so we're putting in a full eight hours just for you guys mm-hmm. so yeah we actually do stand watch around the clock i actually started when coop went to bed he sent me a text like hey man you're on duty 3 19 yeah. a.m i got up and, and started doing research and everything for the show um but we do really appreciate it man like you guys have been great we do it for you so um we really do it with you in mind so if you have any feedback please let us know um that kind of stuff um unless it's bad feedback in which case we'll return it to the sender we'll ignore um <laughs> that we will Coop, you're the goat, man. Love having you around, bro. How how is show number two? We show number teammate- two. Yeah, we've got some teammate chemistry. I think we're all pretty high motors and deceptively good at what we do. I agree. Deceptively good at podcasting and talking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Zoom calls about Zoom calls. We're not supposed we to be best. here. We're really not supposed to be here. It's a real underdog story. And Coop, yeah. I really appreciate you sentencing my finishes. We're we're just happy to be here. Shout out, Joe. Bye-bye.